the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We threw an interception. It's just... The Point After Show. The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Hey, yo! You're listening to The Point After Show. I'm your host with the most fantasy points, Eddie Scarupa. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Polly Bagawana. It's not payday, Lipko. Thank Tom, God. Thank Tom, God for that. No payday. Tommy Cheesesteaks, Lipko, and Cabby, the producer, Caviston. The 2016 Fantasy League season is now over. A lot to process. A lot's going on uh, on our minds. Polly, how did that championship game go there, bro? I don't want to talk about it. Why? So, I don't want to talk about it. So anyway, remember Paul was talking all this fantasy smack? Going into the championship game, he calls me up. Listen, bro, I sent you a picture. When I win the fantasy championship this year, we're going to get a fantasy belt as the trophy. And I'm going to walk that bitch around all the time. I want to ask Cavi and Eddie a question. Do you see Paulie in here with a belt right now? Uh, I don't know. I don't need that yeah, gut. I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's going to the gym. He's going to be shredded for vacation. Kidding, <laughs> kidding. But no, yeah, the beat down. I, I'm going to have to admit to this one. This loss by Paul, I was sitting there with him with our mother, which was the worst part of the game, and uh, he took it like a champ. The entire game, he was sweating bullets up. 38 fantasy points going into the game. He had Zeke Elliott, who the Cowboys should have realistically benched, and Ebron, who hasn't scored over 10 fantasy points. I didn't have him. My opponent did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were down 38 is what I said. No, I was up 38, and my opponent oh, had yeah. those two. Yeah, yeah, my bad. And Ebron had a game. Zeke had a game. <clears throat> and Paul lost by .06. Most importantly, Ebron had a tackle. Yeah. Ebron had a tackle. .06. That is the equivalent of one less than one oh, half yard. A yard. Half yeah, a yard. Half a yard by all of your fantasy if, players. If Ebron's last catch with a minute and a half to go in the game was for 11 yards and not 12, I would have won. If Ebron didn't get a tackle, a solo tackle, when uh, Stafford threw the interception, I would have won. It's it's bad. It. I felt bad. It's, it's not even. It's still too fresh to talk about. It was a a good day for us though, because the three of us in the room could still say. Uh, it really we shouldn't be. Like, here's the thing. It really shouldn't yeah. be very. It, you shouldn't have any thought process of having a good time about it. Like you guys weren't even in the realm of being in playoffs. I'm embarrassed for the three of you. You two, you three are all on a fantasy podcast. You eat, sleep, and drink fantasy, and you three clowns can't even make a playoff. But here's well, the thing: it all wait, depends wait, wait on you guys. Can all live on your? I got a Farmers or Chopper trip. You both have fantasy championships when we were playing points only. There was no head-to-head action. You, I'll give you credit for you have a championship last year, so I'll give you a little street cred. But That's the right. reality of what you really do know about fantasy football all came crashing down on you this year when your Eddie Lacy didn't work out. No, when I blacked out. Well, that's yeah, seventh round. round. Well, listen, seventh round everybody's, everybody's, hey, listen, no, everybody's You brought in a ringer, me, set me up, <laughs> and knocked me But here's the out. thing. Can we agree on something? Your fantasy season can be ter- is always determined on draft day. That's not true at all. You have busters you, on your that's, that's in, in, in deeper leagues. In it's deeper incorrect. leagues, for sure. You never win a fantasy draft. You never win a fantasy league by draft. But you could lose it. You win a fantasy. No, but you, you could lose it. You win a fantasy league by waivers, man. What do you th- okay, waiver say, say you win best okay. waiver pickups and the best waiver at based drops. on average draft positions. Say you had early first round and late second round, and it's a running back heavy league. Okay, so they score the most points. You go out first round. You have like third pick. You want to go running back, running back. You go Gurley, because that's what all the analysts are saying is Gurley's top three pick. Mm-hmm. And then coming back around, you go Jamal Charles, because that's his average draft position was late okay. second round. You have those two guys on yeah. your team. What are you going to do the rest of There you go. First two rounds. That's, actually, that's where you need your studs. That's actually what I did. But but here's my thing. That's fine. You Okay, so you your, your first two guys happen to be bust. It happens to a lot of people. No. But that's Especially this year. Season. This year, a lot. I bet you... 
more than 75% of the first round picks this year were busts. I we'll had, talk about that later, but think about how many how many waiver ads you could have picked up in that process. You could have picked up guys off waivers like Zenner, like Howard. Zenner like wasn't good a until lot late. Of our, Howard was drafted Rob in the seventh Kelly, round. Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly. These are all waiver pickups Crazy that could have con- continued to skate, save your no. season. If you're not good on waivers, you can't win fantasy championships. Zenner That's was good for that. one or two weeks. I agree with that. I think you need to make waiver pickups and trades to get there. But if you blow your first three rounds... You're done. Yeah, you're done. I, well, I mean, that's fair to say, but how Basically, often does done. somebody blow? Basically, your situation was a little extreme because you, you did Gronk pick up two. And Jamal Well, Charles. you should have never went Gronk in the first round. Well, I did last year and I won the championship. Yeah, but that's But here, that's I, went, I went Gurley in the first or round. Best available player. Gurley in the but first you, round. But you know it as well as anybody. You didn't want to go Gurley in that first oh, round. I didn't you got forced into him. You could have went Julio. You could have went Zeke. You Julio was franchised, and I had the oh, third sorry. pick overall. But you could have went with a lot of different guys. Antonio Brown was gone, and so was David Johnson. Okay, you okay, didn't have to go I'll running back. I, you could have went wide receiver. Lots yeah. of options at wide receiver. Everybody said yeah. You made the bad pick. Yeah, but, but that's one guy. Had, that's no. one guy. How do you explain your quarterback situation? You went through three different quarterbacks this year. I had yeah, Mariota was solid. How how was how was RG three for you? Those were your matter. two drafted guys. Then you traded him away. Mariota looked got, like a gentleman. You traded him. Did yeah, at the end this? of the season. Yeah, down, I traded. Towards the, I yeah, traded you him. traded him away. Bad move by you. I traded to him get, for a waiver pickup. To get to get to get exactly. Then you go get Stafford who. Played okay for a while. You didn't even start him in half the games he played. You're welcome. Well, you and know? then you gave me Jamal Charles too. Yeah, hurt. So bad. So, so there you go. These my first three picks. You wrecked your own season. Yeah, it was yeah. it was awful. But so, I'm just saying you could lose a, a fantasy draft or a fantasy championship on draft. Day, I agree. But you can't win it. I agree. I'll agree to uh, that. Okay, I, I'm fair with that. I agree. And uh, but we still have daily fantasy going on. So the the fantasy year is. Completely not over yet. You know, there's still daily daily notice, fantasy. Notice out there. how uh, Eddie wins a fantasy w- uh, daily fantasy week. He's and promoting it. He yeah. immediately hey, goes have into. To. We had to we had to like coax uh, Eddie into talking about daily fantasy for a while. Another too. real fun point of that is yeah that the three of us have also finished in the money in our daily fantasy leagues, and you haven't. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I didn't pick up all the night. I like him. I didn't realize I was standing under a tree with all this shade. You assholes. All right, let's see it. See it? But, hey, uh, hey, by the way, when I'm going on spending my second place money, you guys all can suck a fatty. <coughs> well, how, they, how did that? Hey, what hey can I can I use my second place money to buy your truck off you? It's a you year can, older now. You can uh, <laughs> give you half of it. Paul, Paul is also going to enjoy the, the second uh, place participation ribbon too. While I we will. enjoy our trophies, I will. so I will have at that. So yeah, daily fantasy, daily fantasy. I got I got lucky, and I could have actually done better than I did. I took out Arizona Cardinals defense last minute, and I put in Buffalo Bills for whatever stupid reason. But I would have yeah, you passed everybody. You killed it last week in daily yeah, fantasy. Well, that Anquan Bolden scumbag touchdown with 13 seconds left. That cost oh, me yeah, $300. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let me let me let me talk about this real quick because I want you guys to to, to chime in on this. Um, yeah. Is it fair to say that leagues should never have like real fantasy football leagues should never have a Week 17 championship game? I agree. If you're in a league that your championship game is in Week 17, I, in my opinion, I would get out of that league. Or I'd ask them to change I'd it. I'd like it. Week 17 that's, was a brutal. Like, yeah, half the guys didn't. Yeah, that's yeah, just that's crap, from good it's, teams. Oh, yeah. yeah it was terrible. That, I, I couldn't even get into the games this pa- last last week. It was so bad to watch. I came in my second place. I, wow. I came in second place in my total points league. Well, total points, I I can see a little bit more, but I still don't like it. Yeah, I don't like head-to-head. Total points, yeah, sure. Head-to-head. I, I just think that if you're in a week, if you're in a league where week 17 is still part of your season, there's. Yeah, I had people. I mean, I had people on Twitter last week asking me a lot of questions, and quite honestly, I mean, what was I going to tell them? Yeah, basically, you know, the like, whole Dallas you, Cowboys team. Yeah, you you bench Zeke, you bench, you bench Dak, you, you you know, I mean, who's there was Play a couple Matt running Lloyd. backs I'd never even heard of before, mm. never in my life. I think the backup to the backup to the backup for Washington played this this past week was. Never heard of them. I can't even give you advice on guys I don't know. Yeah. Quite right. honestly, they came off the practice squad like five minutes before the game. Fusant or whatever for Pittsburgh. Y- yeah. Fusant. Oh, yeah. no, he had a fumble He's against a... Broncos in the Last NFC year. Championship. Yeah. Wow. Cost us. Bad stuff. Sorry. Bad stuff. Sorry. Let's get it on. Let's right. talk about what we're actually here for tonight, Ed. What are we here for? Are we here for the uh, the yearly awards? We're gonna we're gonna rattle off here. The point after show. What is it called? The point after show stoppers. 
That works. Is that works. Hey, point after show, I'll roll with it. The point after show stopper yearly awards. Our first annual. So let's just first call it annual. that. First annual. Yeah, this year. It's our first it's, annual. It's a working title. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll actually uh, post this on a poll at the end of the podcast and uh, let you guys vote on who we picked for these categories. And uh, you guys can actually pick out the, the winners. And you throw ones at that those polls. So... So we're going to start off with, uh, who do you guys think was the draft steal of the year? <coughs> Polly. Um, for me, i got to go Jordan Howard. I mentioned his name before earlier in the show. Uh, how do you not take this guy as your draft steal of the year? He was Average draft was 146 pick overall, which is like the 12th round or something like that in the 12th person league. He ended up being a running back 10, 1,600 scrimmage yards, 7 touchdowns, it's it's. I don't really know. I, it's he he's he was really really good. I, how do, you, what do yeah. you guys think? Twelfth round running back that finishes in the top ten. Yeah, and it was a definitely a ballsy pick too because you weren't sure of the running back situation there in Chicago with I Jeremy know, Langford. Langford was he had to be top ten coming into the draft season. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know why I he, drafted Langford in the fifth round. Fifth round, fifty yep. first pick. Right. He on uh, what you call it? Um, Jordan Howard only had twelve carries across the first three weeks total. Yeah. So the first three weeks he was... Oh, you just need you, you, Langford. I would be willing to yeah. bet if you if you drafted Jordan Howard in that 146th spot or around that 12th round, chances are by the third round, you were that guy that dropped him. Oh, or yeah. by the third week. Yeah. You probably dropped him. And Google somebody did. else picked him up and, he, hey, maybe he's somebody's waiver pickup of the year. But, yeah, he was, in my opinion, he was the steal of the year for the draft if you held on to him. All right, Kev, who was your uh, steal of the year? Garrett Blunt. You're blunt, yeah. He's a. I'm surprised by this. I mean, only why only he traded for fact, him. Yeah, of sure. I'm surprised. I, I'm by pretty it positive that everybody that Cavi's going to pick is on his team. I thought maybe he'd go with someone from the Raiders. <laughs> no, no he, we'll, he, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, <coughs> I want to apologize to all our listeners. Uh, Cavi's got the we flu. A, we had a rough New Year's Eve, and I'm still uh, <laughs> my lungs are recovering from it. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I mean, Legarrette Blunt averaged fifth to sixth round. Mm-hmm. Draft pick. I got him in the ninth. Tommy got him in the ninth. That was a real yeah. big steal. Yeah. That's a real good steal. Yeah, because Deion Lewis went in the fifth. So yeah. I mean, on, to me, <laughs> on a personal level, I stole him in a great trade from Tommy. Yeah, where I gave basically away nothing and got a whole lot. You gave away air and got a house. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you make trades with Tommy and you're not leaving the league the next year. I f- kind of felt like uh, the Pilgrims and the Indians from Manhattan <laughs> Island or whatever. You know, <laughs> couple beans. Well. But yeah, so Legarrette Blount's my guy. I think uh, you know he definitely won me a couple weeks this week, this year. Had a ton of touchdowns and eighteen touchdowns. I think, I think he yeah, won a lot of people it. weeks this year. So yeah, I mean, I didn't really win many weeks, but the ones I did, Legarrette Blount was <laughs> yeah. a big contributor too. So he's my guy for this year. All right, Tommy. Yeah, I, I agree there, Kev. That's a good pick. Um, my guy. I'm going with someone that Paul ridicules every single year. Quarterback from Atlanta, Matty Ice. This guy was the 19th-ranked quarterback in the draft. He finished as the second-ranked quarterback, only behind Aaron Rodgers. This was his best year since 2012, almost 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. Listen, most leagues, quarterbacks are your bread and butter. And if you get one past the fifth, sixth round, if you know a lot of us draft quarterbacks pretty late nowadays, sixth round-ish. But if you wait and you got Matty Ice late rounds, you got yourself a steal. <clears throat> He's my draft steal of the year. I love you, Matty Ice. I couldn't agree with you. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I do hate on Matty Ice every year, but if you had him this year, you were loving life. Yeah, every week we were saying, like, oh, he's just going to fall apart. It, it's, it, it was oh, never happened this year. Every no, I was year. waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. always had this guy. Yeah, it's yeah. The, and this was it's, the year I didn't draft him. Yeah. It's the Matty Ice effect. Yeah. Every but single year. He, uh, he worked out for uh, fantasy owners. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Rudolph. He was drafted as tight end 30, 22, somewhere in the mid-upper 20s to 30 in your drafts. Tight end 20. Tight end, tight end uh, 20 to 30, somewhere in there. So what round would that be, somewhere in Hashtag Notre Dame guy. Probably towards the end, 14th through 16th rounds, somewhere in there. Uh, Finished as tight end 3. He was Sam Bradford's go-to guy this year. Him and Adam Thielen, they just killed it. Um, I picked Kyle Rudolph because I didn't think anyone else would pick a tight end, and uh, I think he... Was a steal if you drafted him, or if you possibly didn't, you picked him up in the first couple he weeks. Went, he went really in our draft. Well, tight ends, tight ends this year were um, 
There was like two or three that went early, and then there was like a big, like probably like five or six round gap where none. Yeah, but tight ends this year were not like a normal. um, This was the lowest. This was the lowest point total for the top tight end in our in in our league Mm -hmm. in five years. The lowest point total. Well, you had so your two highest point earners pretty much at that position, Gronk. Yeah. And Jordan Reed injured for a few games. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's going to drive it down. Kelsey was the number that. one tight end. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think Olsen was second. Yeah. yeah. And, and no, Kelsey I don't even think. I don't think Olsen was Olsen second. Game. I didn't even think Olsen was in the top five. And Gary Bartnage fell off. Yeah, I don't even know if Olsen was in the top five, but yeah, I mean, he might have been. You might be right, Eddie. What did you say Rudolph finished third for tight ends? Yeah, that's solid. All right. Speaking of Bartnage and other busts, who was your guys' fantasy bust of the year? Time, we'll start with you. Well, you know, I hate to steal this one, throwing it at me, because Cavi originally put him on the piece yeah. of paper. But we spoke about him earlier. Jamal Charles this year, taking late second, early third round in most drafts. And what did he play, maybe two games? He aver- he only had 13.4 points on the season. Those are the type of players that we talked about that can ruin your fantasy season and you day one. Jamal Charles... Biggest bust of the year. Cav, you agree on that, He's right? He's my, my biggest bust, too. I mean, I took him in the second round. When, at the point of our draft going, he was like the, the third-ranked running back. Yeah, he was top five. In fantasy believe, football, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I thought I got him as a steal. Here's why Here's why round. I would. Here's why I personally would disagree with it. Just me. I, I agree that he, he killed you guys. Anybody that drafted him, he killed. Well, I, I drafted him and then traded him to Tommy. So he killed I, yeah, him. he killed you both. I don't consider him a bust for two reasons. One is Jamal Charles at the beginning of the season, if you guys remember, Andy Reid was already saying he didn't even know if he was going to start the first week of the season. So he, bef- he should have... Before our draft, though. Well, maybe before our draft, but it was before the season started. He, yeah. You, you kind of... So, but also, I don't really consider a bust a guy that gets hurt. That's just me, because you can't really control injuries. I get yeah, it. It's, it's a bust sucks. to your season. Yeah, I look at a bust as a guy that well, he was supposed to be great, and I'm going to tell you who my he bust is. He was supposed is. to be great, though. I'll tell you who my bust is. My bust is Todd Gurley. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it, it, we talked about him, but I mean, he was his average draft pick, pick this year was third. Uh, he was the the number. I got him at number four, so I think I got value there. <laughs> yeah, he was the number two bo- uh, running back off almost everyone's board. He rushed for eight hundred and eighty-five yards and six touchdowns this year. He only had eleven 1, hundred total yards from scrimmage. Here's the crazy thing about him, and I said this. I think I wrote this on our website and I blogged it one uh, a couple like early in the season. Why did everybody believe that Todd Gurley was going to be so great? I don't understand how he got to the status because he played for the Rams and 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 he played okay last year for a rookie. He had 1,200 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns last year. In my opinion, there's a lot of running backs that played better than that that should have been in that number two spot um, for for off the board. He realistically had a bad season, and if you look. His bad season was almost equal to what he did last year. Now we're all going to put him like second, third, fourth round next year. But last year when he had that almost identical type of numbers, we put him in the second overall pick. Yeah, but you, you, you touched on it there, and the key was you said a rookie season, and he had those numbers. Sure. You look what he did at Georgia. He was a stud. Mm-hmm. This guy was a beast all throughout college. Yeah. You know, he has some injury problems. But he comes into the league, and that's what he does behind the Rams. You're going to expect similar, similar better numbers Second year in the season, learning more of the system. It's not the quarterback position; it's a right. running back position. So it's something you do your entire life, and it's the same run plays. It's not like a quarterback or NFL style offense like they talk about between college and the NFL. It's still running the ball. Yeah, he also and did he that. He was stud. He also did that last year in the second half of the season. So think that that was he put up the numbers that he put up this year mm-hmm. are equal to what he put up in half a season last year. Okay, he I w- start I w- last year. I, yeah, he did. I would say he that start the season. Yeah, he did. I don't think he did. I thought no, like he didn't. I thought was, there was like a, there was a three man back. Like yeah, Trey Mason three, yeah. and someone we'll else. Yeah, Trey, Ma- started Trey Mason start and Benning. Uh, yeah, Benji Cunningham. Yeah, Benji Benji Cunningham. Cunningham. But no, but was no, say, though, I, it's no fault. It's definitely no fault to Gurley. I would say this. That offensive line. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you were David Johnson or who you are as a running back. I don't care if you were Le'Veon Bell. You weren't running behind that offensive line for the Rams. It would be interesting to see who the Rams, what they do in the offseason this year to try and improve that offensive line for Gurley because I could tell you right now, um, if they don't improve that in the draft this year or in the free agent market, um, Gurley's going to be another, uh, where do you put him? I mean, he's got to go way back to the back of the line <coughs> for, uh, so for He could be a comeback player next year. I think he absolutely could be a comeback player. It all depends on 
what they do with the offense. Again, line. that's what yeah, that, that's Or really if like they get, actually, you know what it depends on? If they get a solid quarterback. How about the coach? What What if it depends well, on what guy, coach they need a coach? No, what coach takes Yeah, but you need a quarterback, man. Think well, about they have, all the coach. they have the quarterback. They're not going to do anything different. They gotta, they gotta get golf out there. Yeah, they got that quarterback for two. Here's years. what I think teams need to start doing quicker in the league is they need to start cutting their losses with players. But that money says they can't. They money says they can't. But right. But you look. Here's here's a one way you got to think about it. Yeah, money. Okay, so they invested a shit ton of money in this quarterback to perform, right? Yeah. So it's year two, three, four. He's not performing. Guess what's not filled up? What's his first the year? The seats. Well, I'm just okay. I'm saying the seats aren't filled up. Yeah. Right. So then you're losing all that revenue there and the concessions and everything like that. So they need to take that into consideration too. You're not filling the seats anymore. Sure. So cut your losses there. Fill the seats. You're not getting the jersey sales. Get them I back think out there. I That's think what, what teams, teams need, to, need do, to do. What in addition to that, what teams need to do is they need to take. And I, I I'm actually kind of cringing that I'm going to tell you this, but teams need to take the road that the Dallas Cowboys went. They were struggling for you know early 2000s, and and then they what they do they built their offensive line and they mm-hmm. just drafted and drafted and drafted. Yeah, offensive but you can say line. that about the Browns. And though. here's the thing, nah, the Browns they didn't. They, they, oh, they didn't. But they the picked Browns the best drafted line. Manziel. Are you kidding? I'm talking before Manziel. But I'm that was you're talking one draft pick. They've been having multiple draft. They've picks the, no, the, in the, the, first the Browns have made trades bad bad draft. They they pack, they took wide they took wide receivers. They took quarterbacks. They're not doing the they right thing. They picked things. a lot of line. What you call uh, Dallas has always used that. They built that line. I'll tell you right now, I will be the first to say Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are not as great as they are as rookies behind most other lines in the NFL. Mm-mm. They are what they are because of that offensive line that Dallas built. I'll agree with that. They built it behind the line. I don't know that every team can do that, though, because there's only so many great offensive linemen in the, in the league. But I do think that you are 100% correct that without that phenomenal yeah. There's the the best line in, in in the NFL. There's no way they had the seasons that they had no. as rookies. The offensive line is like your it's 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 your your heartbeat for the most well, part. You got to protect. You that also have to get, you also have to get lucky. Like you're still Jared Goff isn't having that same season as Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott. Well, he's a little bit more athletic, but I you don't know what kind of I don't know. That's hard to say. Jared Goff has a lot of the mechanics that a uh. quarterback. I mean, look at we'll go, we're going to go off topic here, but look at a guy like Andrew Luck. He has all the he has everything to make a great quarterback, but no offensive line. His offensive line is atrocious, which yeah, then in turn makes him terrible. Yep. You know, yeah. I just feel like you have you have to build that offensive line. If you're a, if you're an owner of a team out right now and you're listening to this, uh, that'd be cool. But <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe give us a call. <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be uh, Koji MC <laughs> yeah. at the point after show. Back to fantasy football since offensive line yeah, yeah. matter for it has nothing to yeah. do with fantasy. Unless they get tackles. No. Yeah, well, Eddie, I just you, I just think that. Anybody, if you had anybody on the Rams this year offensively, that they were like fantasy crimp tonight. I don't know. Like, Kenny Britt, Kenny Britt solid, came out. Tavon Austin had some solid games too. Yeah. Those guys are playing. Kenny Britt was okay. Though. Kenny Britt for, for a few games there, he yeah. was okay. Who did you uh, Who did you pick, Eddie, for your uh, buster? My buster, Cam Newton, drafted. Good pick. Uh, Good pick. Cam, probably within the top. Me. I don't know if he was he drafted was, in the first round. He was first round in our league. Was yeah. it? Yeah, but he was the first. Yeah, that was. But I, I, I guess know, dude, probably he had, the, he had the number one scoring. He was the number one scoring player yeah, in fantasy top, last year. Top three rounds, he was de- guaranteed drafted in your league. He was probably going in the second round in most. Quarter leagues. quarterback one, he was drafted as finished as the 18th best quarterback fantasy wise. That's why he's on my bust of the year. He started coming around there a little bit towards the end of the season, but um, that that's not good for fantasy value. So no, I agree um, with you on that one, 100. percent Not was, good for Panthers fans either. No heartbreak. And we t- kind of touched on this a little bit. Top waiver ads. Who is your guys' top waiver ad of the year? Cavi, we'll go with the. We'll start off with you on this one. So I went with uh, Tyler Eifert. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I went with CJ Fedorowicz for that one. <laughs> so I think CJ Fedorowicz is a guy that none of us were talking about before the season started. No. None of us knew who he was before no, the season. I still don't even know how to pronounce to his a, name right. We now, have a we have a bet up here. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that oh, later. But preampy, preampy as But yeah, I I think Fedorowicz is another guy that if you had picked him up and played him in the right spots this year, he won he won some people some weeks too. He had a couple of really big weeks, and uh, as far as a waiver goes, I think he's the definition of you're picking him up, you're subbing him in where you need him, and uh, especially if you're somebody who drafted a Rob Gronkowski or. You took a Gary Bartnage or a Tyler Eifert or a George Reed who were just decimated with injuries all year. He was a great guy to sub in there and probably saved a lot of seasons, actually, uh, as a waiver pickup. Yeah, he he actually helped me get through the last, like, I, I went with uh, my tight end that I drafted this year was Dennis Pitta. 
and he got hurt early on in the season. Ended up coming around at the end, but by that time he was already off my team, and I ended up having to go with C.J. Flores for mm-hmm. the, down the stretch. Um, but funny that Tommy and I have that that bet going on, or we had that bet going on. But yeah, yeah. Paul is getting the cream. Tommy and uh, Tommy and Eddie, you guys have the the same guy, right, for this category? Yeah, Tyreek Hill. He was just a beast. Tyreek the, the freak. Tyreek the freak. He scored every which way, uh, besides getting an interception on defense, basically. And I want to, yeah, I want to mention this too. You remember about, I don't know, seven weeks, seven uh, podcasts ago, Paul was dogging Tyreek, and I was talking how you need to have this guy start every week because he scores every which way. And me and Paul got into it a little bit. And then me and Paul made a bet last uh, two week, our last podcast. Yeah. yeah. And if uh, you guys so- ever want to have a guy that you know is going to go off, wait for me to bet against him. Uh, he's almost guaranteed to start him. Yeah. Start him that week because he will guarantee uh, he'll burn me and I'll but, be doing something bad. But Tyreek, in his last five games, not not even including week 17, but for fantasy purposes, up until week 16, so that's weeks 12 through 16, he had seven touchdowns in those five games. He was just an animal. I'm sure he won you some fantasy, daily fantasy, um, at least a playoff win or two probably, and he helped your team out if you had a – a weak spot in your lineup here and there. So. I'm, I'm still not. I, I listen. The guy is an absolute amazement. I wouldn't be surprised if they found out he was I on steroids. I can't. I can't. I just can't buy into him, man. I can't buy into him for next year. Um, I mean, if you he's think gonna, about he's going to be going a lot earlier than he probably should. Yeah, I just can't. I, I think know. he goes above Macklin. I think he goes before Macklin. If Macklin oh, stays, I would take him before Macklin. Yeah, so yeah, I'd take him but I think that's asinine. He actually might be like top twelve. Macklin played really good in the game. He finally came back. So as Eddie said, he was. Ended the season, in our league at least, by fantasy points. He was the seventh-ranked receiver in our entire league. Seventh-ranked, right? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And then you look over the last four weeks. When you need a player the most, the last four weeks, to get into playoffs and the three weeks for playoffs, there was only one receiver in the NFL that outscored Tyreek Hill, and that was Jordy Nelson. So he finished as the second-ranked receiver in the last four weeks. And he didn't even play it. Like, he didn't even score a lot but of those just, plays it was as just, a receiver. It was, that's exactly it. was just all those big plays. <laughs> but that's just but that's I what think I he said, holds the though, record now for the longest, the for, the, for the most yards per play, per, per scoring play or something like that. He has the NFL record now. Well, he, but on the, the season, he averaged, he averaged over 11.5 uh, rushing yards per carry. Yeah. That's crazy. He's, and that's what I'm saying. He's just so dynamic that anytime he touched the ball, he could be gone. I, he's the I guy, guess. but a lot of dynamic players come and go in the NFL. He's the guy. When though, a defense coordinator can figure uh, out how to stop you, nah, it won't be anything. Well, that's oh, the thing. He's, I can't. I want to find out if he can catch the ball. He's how a about that? he's a wide receiver. I like to see if he can catch the ball. He had some. He's a per, he's a per, Percy Harvin type guy. Yeah. Nah. He's a uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I think Harvin he's better, sure. but but that's the type of player that's always scary. And I see where Paul's come from to play him like as a fantasy player. Because and who was the uh, Devin um, Hester? Devin Hester. Scared to death. Yeah. You never could actually trust them. I compare, no. so I compare Tyreek Hill. This is my comparison to Tyreek Hill. I compare Tyreek Hill to two years ago, maybe three years ago now, Corderell Patterson. Oh, you're on track. He had a monster season, and I then the next year, I think it was you that drafted him big time that next year. I drafted and he, him in the fourth round. And Yeah, and that's where you'll probably draft Tyreek Hill next no, year. You're definitely not. This is who I compare Tyreek Hill to. I compare him to a little bigger... And more utilized, Darren Sproles. Everybody talks how Darren Sproles needs a more expanded role in the offense because he's so explosive. And when he does get those opportunities, he just goes off. Well, you know what Kansas City said? We have ourselves a Darren Sproles, and we're going to use the hell out of him. And that's what Tyreek Hill is. He's a bad. He is a bad catcher, though. If, if you watch terrible. a couple of his games, yeah, terrible. His like hands are like terrible. That's why they hand the ball. He's got stone figures. Yeah, he's right. he's not a good wide receiver. Um, but all right, Paul. So my your... my top waiver ad, waiver and ad. it can't go without being said. But uh, Dak Prescott, I mean, how do you not put this guy on a on a category for top waiver ad? He wasn't drafted. No one drafted Dak Prescott. He wasn't supposed to even start. He was the what was he the sixth round pick for the Cowboys or the third round pick, fourth round pick for the Cowboys in real life. He wasn't even drafted in most drafts. He ends up being a quarterback seven in our in most leagues. Thirty six hundred passing yards, twenty three touchdowns, two hundred and eighty yards rushing, and six more touchdowns on top of that on the ground. And here's the greatest thing about him, man: he was efficient. He didn't turn the ball over. He only had eight total turnovers, four picks, and four fumbles. That's it. Eli Manning did that last week alone, I think. <laughs> um, he just doesn't turn the ball over. It's it's insane. 
how good he was this year for a guy that wasn't even supposed to start, and now he is the starting quarterback. I think he, in my opinion, was the waiver ad of the year. He might not have won you a championship, but I can tell you right now. He didn't lose it for you. He didn't lose it for you. Definitely not. So. You think um, Dak Prescott had Dak Prescott on his fantasy? No. I don't think Dak Prescott even played Madden and put Dak Prescott in. I think he just kept Romo in there and didn't go to the deck. And chart. Romo had his chance. Oh, yeah. Romo played First really, start of really the season. Good. He was a stud there yeah, for that like, what series. The, Romo yeah. had a really good audition last week when he came right. back and played. Oh, yeah. So he's going to look really nice in a uh, Bill or a, a, a Jets or a Bills. Yeah, off season. I don't know. I think he's he heading up north. The Bears. I'd like to see him go to that's Denver. The Bears. He's, uh, I'd like to see him go uh, to Denver. Denver. Yeah. What about the Texans? Man, the Texans, there's so many... He's going they're, somewhere. I don't yeah. know. The Texans, I think they're giving another chance to Brock with giving him the start. Yeah, this that'll, that'll end after Here's the thing. You know what's going to happen? This is how bad of the karma is. Look at the Joe Flacco, I call it. Is He's going to come in, play well in the playoffs, get a, you know, maybe an extension because he only has one more year on his contract. Who are we talking about? Brock. Brock just got that contract. Two years, right? Yeah, he's not getting an extension. Oh, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna win like two games in the playoffs he's and not look gonna good. Do any, he might win he against might the Oakland. extension for a big pay cut. But yeah. He, at the beginning of the That's year, That's how it though. is. Look at Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's a mediocre quarterback. I was reading the rumors that um, yeah, Bill O'Brien's not even going to be there next year. Maybe. Why do you say that? That, that's the rumor that's out there right now. That if they if he doesn't go deep into the playoffs, they're they're looking at getting rid of him. Well, then they're gonna be looking at getting rid of him. Can you, well, maybe not though. I think it would be crazy if, for them if, to if do. Week, but. If week six, somebody said to you, you're gonna be watching a uh, a playoff game with Matt McGloin and He's Brock not even Matt McGloin. It's freaking Connor Cook. Cook. Connor, Connor Cook. Cook. Connor Cook and Brock Osweiler starting yeah. quarterback. Like he told them they were nuts. Hey, you look at it though. Weeks. Connor Cook played in more big games than the other quarterbacks in that. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, you know, Michigan State guy, he's pretty stud. What else yeah. we got, Eddie? We All got right, two we, more awards, yeah, we got right? Two more awards. Comeback Player of the Year, Polly. Who do you got? Tommy talked about him a minute ago. Um, he ended up being a wide receiver three, and you cannot no. not believe that Jordy Nelson was the comeback player. Those that drafted him last year got absolutely hosed by him when he got hurt in the preseason and didn't even get to play a single snap he in the regular season. He got hurt the season. night we were drafted last yeah, year. Remember Mazza drafted, drafted him? Yep. Yeah, and, and like then he five got hurt. minutes later. Burn. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> he killed awesome. everybody last year that drafted And we drafted late. Like, that was like third preseason game he yeah. got hurt. Um, and this year he comes back. He 1,250 receiving yards, 14 touchdowns. Jordy Nelson probably won you a lot of leagues this year. That's who my comeback player is. How about uh, Tommy? Uh, I'm going, and not, no bias here, just uh, FYI. I'm going Le'Veon Bell, running back from the Steelers. You look, he got hurt in week eight last year. You were talking about Nelson getting hurt in preseason. That gives him all that much more time to heal. Le'Veon Bell got hurt in week eight, tore his MCL, had surgery. Plus, he had the three-game suspension this year. You look this year, he averaged... Oh, 157 total yards, six catches a game, and nine total touchdowns. He had uh, the most fantasy points for running backs during those last four pivotal weeks that I talked about. Fantasy. So Le'Veon Bell, for sure, with the injury, suspension, he needs to smarten up with that crap. But Le'Veon Bell, he's my comeback player of the year. <coughs> and I think he's going to lead the Steelers to a Super Bowl. Wow. Heavy. Ouch. Bold prediction. Kev, who do you got? Um, I got Tyler Eifert. Not only come back from you know the injury in the beginning of the year, come back from the injury in the middle of the year, come back from the injury. The guys come back a bunch of times. Um, unfortunately, he 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 seems to be made of glass. That's the problem I have with this guy. But when he's on the field, he's just so dynamic. He's so big. He's so powerful. You know, he's got that Gronk thing going on. But unfortunately, he also has the Gronk you know breakable, breakable thing going on yeah um and you know last but not least he's a notre dame guy so I was gonna say, you know, what's always, the hashtag uh, hashtag coming it, up it, it's hard to have faith in anybody on any of the uh you know ohio teams um for the long haul but i think if eifert can just stay healthy you know his injuries aren't as serious as gronk's so hopefully he'll get out there stay healthy and uh, have another good year next year i i i totally agree with that um my guy he didn't finish the, my the guy. he didn't finish the season on a um, a healthy note, um, but compared to last season, Melvin Gordon, no touchdowns in the entire 2015 uh, season, comes in the 2016, practiced and did whatever he did uh, with Adrian Peterson over the summer in training camps, came back into this year, 12 total touchdowns, over 1,200 yards, and only 12 games played. 
Um, unfortunately, he didn't get the 1,000 rushing yards. He had 997 he ended the season with, which is unfortunate for him and his uh, bank statement. <laughs> but um, I, I just he just came back. He, he came in strong. He was just a great uh, pickup. I, I think I got him in like the sixth or seventh round. He was a, a number one running back, I think, up until like week five or six this year. Yeah, so I, I love that pick, Eddie. That was that's he is stellar. One of the stellar best e. comeback players. It just sorry. sucks I'm that he ended uh, the way he did. Yeah. Well, but. he plays for the Chargers, and pretty much most yeah, of their well, studs ended like that. Yeah, that's true. They just got the injury bug all around. Moved Danny to, Woodhead moved to Keenan Allen, Las Vegas. Oh, that entire that entire team was just, team just a yeah, for shit. Um, all right, last one playoff. Oh, oh, actually, we have two left. We have two left. Yeah, yeah. Okay, playoff bust of the year. Cav, let's start with you. Playoff bust of the year. Playoffs. 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 Playoff bust of the year. Oh, well. we got to give Cavi some notice so he can actually pull up his notes. Yeah. So I went with Rob Gronkowski <laughs> for this, and I didn't realize it. I, I must have read playoffs wrong. Well, he, he would be a playoff bust. Yeah, I guess he would be. Yes, a, he yeah, I guess he busted you out of the playoffs. Yeah. So I went with Gronk for this. Um, as far as just a bust all year, he, he killed me. Um, I took him in the first round, and uh, he stayed injured till I traded him to uh, Griebel or somebody in our league. And uh, Arnis. Arnis. He came back, had a couple big weeks, maybe kicked myself, but then he, you know, broke again, and the wheels fell off. And I don't even know. I, what do you guys think, though? I, in all honesty, about Gronk going forward, I mean, he's got to fall to like a fourth or fifth round pick next year. Oh, easily. I, you know I can't. What I, mean? like, I think he goes to. A, I think he goes to a. Am I being honest? I'm, I think he goes to a third or fourth tight end next year. He's got so many injuries, man, and, and he's got – how many back surgeries remember, can he get? Remember earlier in the season when he got dinged up again and we did our uh, – what were they called? Where we were worried about him. Panic uh, button. Panic yeah, yeah. And yeah. what did I say? You listened to that panic button. I said panic button. I worry about Gronk's future. Yeah. Is he going to play? Like, I think know? he will play, but I just think it's going to be the same thing year after year. He's going to come out. He's going to have two, three blow-up weeks. And get hurt. I hope, I'd like either. to see him. I'd, I'd like, like to see him make it play. a whole year. I mean, I'd like to see him see what he could do. I just don't. He's getting a year older. He's got a third back surgery. I have to try and drop him down in tight ends. I can't imagine he's going to come back him. and be what he was two years as ago. As a fantasy owner, as a fantasy drafter, I'm I'm, I'm staying away from him. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I'm away from him. Kryptonite. Cav will take him in the first round and win a championship. No, hey. I, I, I'll take him. But like I said, I think he falls back down to a fourth yeah. or fifth round pick next year. Yeah, uh, he's not a he's not a number one tight. Well, he I mean, might, he is I, a number I'm, one tight end, but he can't. I'm be not even going to worry about. It. I'm going to let somebody else worry about that because I won't. He won't be on my fantasy radar. What about when Aaron Fernand- Hernandez comes back next year? Are you taking him? I don't know. I heard he's going to be killer. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ow. Eddie, how about you, brother? Um, what do we got for your oh, buster? That one. My buster, besides Chandelier, will be Randall Cobb. Chandelier. Um, he he's not, he hasn't been that great all year. He was in the um, you know. Back end of the year, I think Devontae Adams kind of took over in, in his place there. He was hurt a couple games. I don't know what was what his deal was, but he was out of practice. Didn't play a game or two. Uh, Devontae Adams kind of seized the opportunity there. But he did come back and play weeks 14 and 15. Uh, he only had three catches for 33 yards. He was my bust of the year for fantasy playoffs. Um, I don't see if you had him, you had to start him because yeah. he's Randall Cobb. I agree that he was definitely Rivera a buster. I agree he was a buster, but I just don't understand. Like, I guess we, I guess we have to start looking at thinking about is like, what was our expectations of him? Because, but he yeah. in the pa- you look at the past, he he was a pretty solid. Two years producer. ago, when when there was no Jordy Nelson, he was their number one yeah, wide receiver. Yeah. But you got Jordy Nelson back. I just didn't. I didn't see him being a big, big star this year. Mm-hmm. But I 100% agree that I definitely saw him being a wide receiver three, and he couldn't even get to that level. No, couldn't he even was like a wide that. receiver nine. I think if you had him as a wide receiver three at draft or even a two, you were pretty pumped about that. Yeah. But yeah, didn't even make it into those levels. So Devonte Adams and uh, Randall Cobb are in a lineup, at, and you have to pick one of them out. Which one are you picking? Devonte Adams. You're picking Devonte Adams. Yeah. I can tell the difference. You can tell the difference. You <laughs> yeah. should just be just be smart and pick the white guy, bro. Just be smart. Jordy Nelson. Yeah, Jordy Nelson. So, on that note, I'm going to go for my fantasy playoff bust this year. I'm going with a guy I drafted, and we talked about him again earlier, Marcus Mariota. You looked, he had two shit weeks in the beginning of the year, and that's when I dropped him, thought he'd go to last year's uh, Marcus Mariota. But he said, no, I'm 2016 Marcus Mariota. And he averaged 21 fantasy points a game. Then you look during the fantasy playoffs, week 14, 15, and 16, he went out and dropped a seven spot, 
a four spot, and then the game he got injured, he dropped nine points. Definitely that yells fantasy bust. When you're expecting double digits, and he didn't even crack that during fantasy playoff season, he's a buster in my book. I don't know. Someone could disagree. We could debate this. Bring it. I, I don't disagree. No, I agree with you, too. I agree with that because he he was great up until, like, week eight, week nine. I don't know when that – I think their no. bye was week – I played, no, uh, had, I played had, in week like, 15. I played – we all talked about this. The, the, the guy in our league that had the most fantasy points mm-hmm. in our league, his team was dominant. Everybody was crowning this guy the champ. I had an uphill battle to beat him. And he played Marcus Mariota, and it basically is what lost him. So, oh, really? Yeah, he pl- he started Mariota. Um, I so he I started agree- Winston. No, nope, he started Mariota. Um, so I'm going to go with um, my fantasy playoff bust of the year. Quite honestly, could have also ended up in the category of the top waiver ad of the year, which makes it even more funny. But I'm going to go with Tommy's boy, Jamison Crowder. I think Jamison Crowder probably won you a lot of fantasy or a lot of fantasy weeks, except week 14, 15, and 16. He averaged 12.7 fantasy points per game from weeks 1 through 13. Completely out of the realm of what he was supposed to do. Jamison Crowder was not supposed to be a wide receiver 2-3 on a game and, and fantasy teams. So you're probably riding him high right into the playoffs. All just a crash and burn where he averaged across week 14, 15, 16, and I'll even throw week 17 in there for the people that actually play those leagues. He averaged three fantasy points a week. Just completely nosedived. Yeah. Shot out of a cannon. And then... Who do you draft? Jamison Crowder or Tyreek Hill? Who do you pick first? I'm going to go with Jamison Crowder. I think he's got more potential. And I think he's got a better quarterback. Uh-oh. What do you want to put on? Let's do something here because I'll take the next free- year. Yeah, let's do something for the whole season right now. We will put well, this bet on the let's wall. Let's wait this. Let's wait no. we'll Put it up there and we'll talk about yeah, it yeah. at a later, at a later no, no, show no, no, throughout yeah, the let's season. Let's get this up there. It's just, it's just, it's early because I don't want to make a bet and all of a sudden your guy doesn't gets hurt or something. Because well, uh, you seem to, you seem to love, you seem injuries, to love winning bets by guys that don't play. Please get rid of the bet. What do you got? Come on, something big. What do you mean? Yeah, you can't do a season long bet. Why injuries come? Oh, that's for somebody's gonna get hurt. End of the season, so that's why it has to be crazy. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. What, what are we asking? I'm kind of confused, too. Tyreek Hill, I have him. Yeah. And Jameson Crowder, you have him. End of next season. So we're going to go a whole season. Whole how season. How many, that's how why how many games would they have to play? Loser their head yeah, ball. If somebody gets no, hurt, yeah. well, somebody's going to miss no, a no, game. No, 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 like a, a significant injury. Missing three games or more. Injury. See, that's, I, I don't. Three games or more they miss. I don't want to put stipulation Let's do it right now. No, no. We're going to go with who do you think is going to have the best fantasy year? Doesn't matter if injuries. Okay. No okay. matter. If your guy gets injured in the preseason, doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Best fantasy season year. It's thrown out How about there. they have to start the season? Best they fantasy season. They just have to season. play the season. You're yeah, saying so he's going to have, have a better season. fantasy season. Yeah, yeah, but would you, So you're saying, that you're saying that you would draft, you would draft would Tyreek Hill, Hill over James Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. No, so no, no. I would. Here's what I think we should add into this. Tyreek Hill's going to have more fantasy points than James Crowder. Let's make this a little more interesting here. Yeah. Let's make it a little more interesting. No. So you guys each have to draft them next year in our draft. No, no, no. How about that? <laughs> no, because you don't know when he's going to go. If, yeah, if yeah, I could yeah. get him 15th round, I'd take some shit. But loser this is what we'll do. Loser shaves her head. <laughs> <laughs> First loser, round, you guys. Loser shaves her head bald. Not like, not like big. Oh, not big, but last, no attachment on the on the electric razor. Shave it. Ooh. Is that a good bet? Shaved bird. I like it. <laughs> right. Boom! There it is. Uh-oh. Oh! Wow. Now, now she back to Paul's point bet. though, and here's what makes me nervous about that: he does have a better quarterback. Yeah. But if you watch over the last four weeks, Crowder was open a lot. Yeah. And just getting ignored, just not getting the looks. No, yeah. I, it's, I it's almost like Pierre, Pierre Garçon got a lot of his looks. Yeah, like yeah. they they lost confidence in him. That's I, what terrifies me. I agree that. with Pierre Garçon is not going to be there next year, and I can promise you that. And Jameson Crowder is. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Jameson Crowder was this? Is he? Or is he a rookie? Or is this? A, he was. No, he was hurt last year, right? Hurt. No, I don't think he's been in two years. This might be his second year. And I think uh, he was hurt last Dotson. year. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was Dotson hurt last year. Somebody check me on that. But I think that I think that Crowder's. This is his first or second year in the league. Second year, I think. I'm thinking second or third. So so. Yeah, been long story short, is that he's so going to get more comfortable. Than Just an FYI. Yeah. So let's um, let's break into the last one, which last is our one? which is our money maker, our, our fantasy fantasy MVP of the 2016 fantasy season. Most valuable point most after valuable sh- fantasy most valuable player. Um. Th- the three of us have the same guy, Cavi. Yeah, so uh, my MVP. That MVP! 
won't be a surprise to any listeners or anybody in this room. Uh, I'm going to just go with the whole Raiders Nation offense. Homer. I love him. Oh, he does <laughs> I mean, love him. I just, I, I had a tough time with this because it was really tough for me because there's really nobody that good on my team this year. So if I had to go with it, I mean, I guess Amari Cooper over everybody else. For me, personally, that's that's who did the most for me this year. Uh, but Michael Crabtree was right there with him. It was kind of a back and forth week. And Derek Carr having an MVP season overall before he, you know, broke his hand and threw yeah. it to the Scranton. Well, I just think this actually him. gives him the MVP of the league, not MVP of fantasy, but MVP of the league because it just shows what kind of shit offense the Raiders really have without Derek Carr. Right. Yeah, and, I agree. And I'm scared to see what. Connor Cook has in store going forward in the playoffs uh, against the Texans this Saturday, Sunday. We only have to watch it for one week. Not, yeah. not to detract at all, but Ed, I mean, I'm just so sorry. Hey, this like, is the first first year, first awesome year, you, first right? year in like 14 years they made the playoffs. Hey, so look like, on the bright side; they're not going to lose by point zero six. Good chance <laughs> of that. That's true. Why? What happened what? with that? <clears throat> I don't get it. Eddie's a Raiders fan. My no, MVP. No, can I go to my MVP? Let me do my. Yeah, MVP. what's point zero six? Actually, you know what, Eddie. Yeah. I think we all unanimously decided. We did all you, unanimously you decide. Well, the, David the Johnson, David Johnson, me, Tommy, and Payday over here. Had payday. <laughs> payday loans. It's like Payday loans. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Come to me for money. Don't, don't tell. Don't tell our lawyer Pete. He's, he's working against them right now. Oh, yeah, they're not illegal. Or they're not don't legal worry, Pete, in Pennsylvania. I'll change, I'll change my nickname. They're not legal in Pennsylvania. But yeah, we all picked David Johnson. He was just. I, I don't even know how you can pick anybody else besides this guy individually. I know Cavi picked the Raiders' offense, but individual fantasy player. I. I mean, I can only imagine the percentage of. People that made it to the championship game not necessarily won their league, but that had David Johnson on their team that made it to the championship game. It had to be above 60%, I would say. Oh, I would yeah. say probably like 80%, did he 90%. Play, did he play in our championship? No. No. He, well, he played against He yeah. lost against Paul. But no. that's because of Marcus Mariota. But I will say this. I'm glad to say – I'm glad to see that – I was a little nervous. Week 17, David Johnson playing in a game that meant absolutely nothing. You guys saw it. He got bent backwards. It looked bad. Um, escaped with little damage to that yeah, knee. Could have been, well, been really bad. Yeah. It's good news for him. It's good news for fantasy hunters for next year. In da- dynasty um, leagues too. Yeah, I mean it was it was bad. I'm glad I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's going to be great again next year. He will be the one or two first or second running back off the board. He's got to get franchise. Oh, first, yeah, first running back. Yeah, oh, him, or, him or Le'Veon Bell. As long as Le'Veon yeah, Bell. Chach, gets, Chach get told me we went to Myrtle Beach together with Chach, who's a wall of Trump in our league. Played Paul in the fantasy championship or in the semifinals and lost. But I told him at Myrtle Beach, with confidence, he would not go out. And Tommy steal my broke guy. the first rule. And then he goes and has the pick right before me. We pick randomly, gets the pick right before me, and goes David Johnson. You don't tell people who you're going to target and not expect them, if they're yeah. in front of you, you to really take that. I can't wait. Uh, Todd yeah. Gurley, man. Yeah. Oh, That's next year. Yeah, next year I'm going <laughs> but Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's, he's so smart, he would have he was going David Johnson without you picking him anyway. If you said Gurley, he was still going David Johnson. Kelvin Benjamin. But I will say yes, 100% David Johnson. Only other guys I could possibly think of off the top of my head that I would put in a category – what Tommy mentioned before was Matty Ice. He's got to be up there for MVP status, NFL and fantasy. And and you got to always throw Brady's name in there, fantasy. Yeah, we didn't talk about Brady at all, but no. he just had to. I mean, he was suspended the first four games. Yeah, he, was, you know. he had two interceptions this year. That's it. I mean, he played what he played the last twelve weeks of the season a regu- for a regular fantasy. It's the offense. Yeah. It's the offense. Whatever. It's it doesn't Bill matter. He's great. And the New England Patriots He's coaching great. system. Yeah, for He's sure. Awesome. That's what it is. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Tom Brady. He's a great quarterback, especially for the system. Came from Michigan. Yeah, I know. And I uh, hold that against them. But yeah, how many great quarterbacks besides Joe Montana ever came out of Notre Dame? How many good tight ends came out of Michigan? Doesn't matter. What the hell does a tight end do? Who cares? They just win games, baby. <laughs> win, baby, win. Win, baby. But yeah, so David Johnson averaged double-digit fantasy points this year. And again, this is this is fantasy football MVP, and he was a stud. Yeah. So, DJ, we thank you. We thank all the fantasy football players in the NFL. Actually, I'm just thinking about this. The, the, the three leagues I'm in, I was in this year. I finished second, first, and third. And the one that I finished first and third in, I had DJ in my team. Yeah. So, yeah, he definitely. So, yeah, thank you to the players well, out there that sacrificed themselves. By how much you lose by? Point zero six. I want to give a shout-out real quick, though, because we didn't mention this guy either. But I think this guy was warranted a, a little bit of love. But Shady McCoy had a great year. You know and who thank, I want to give a little thank love Shady McCoy to? For, thank, thank my team 
My team thanks Shady McCoy. You know who I want to give a little love to? My coworker, RG3. the guy I got into the league this year, Tom Rivera. Yeah. Great fantasy season, winning the Lipco's Legends Fantasy Championship. It was his first year. My brother was pissed. Some people in the league only picked my brother to win in the in the favorite pool because they didn't want another newbie after Cavi's incident last year. But bang, bang. Tom yep. Rivera, congratulations, buddy. Back to back years. Tom Rivera, you're up there now with the likes of. Uh, RG3, Marcus Mariota, all these guys that Tommy just thinks are awesome, you're right in there with him, buddy. So congratulations and, uh, for that. Jamal Charles. He has a fantasy championship, Paul. Good job. You? Bre- Brandon Marshall, too. Paul, does Paul have a championship? Everybody in this room that has a championship, say aye. 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 Okay. Hey. Great job, Paul. Second place killer, buddy. That's right. Those participation ribbons are adding up. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Ed, I'd rather fa- I'd rather have two second places in the last three years than not make playoffs in the last five. Congratulations, Ooh. Tommy. Anybody else? Anybody else? I'm just going off. I'm just going off the guy here. I came in third place four years ago. Listen, I'd rather be. be, Listen to me. I'd rather be the Buffalo Bills that lost the Super Bowl four straight times than the Cleveland Browns who have never sniffed it. Or the the, in a lifetime, I won it. Yeah, in 2010, when we weren't even playing. So here it is. We were playing total points, bro. I'm going off my man, Ricky Bobby. If he ain't first, you're last. Well, you're last a lot, dude. Well. I'm first a lot too. All right, that's that's bringing home. For yeah, that's last take time, it to man. Twitter. That was our award ceremony episode. What was it? The showstoppers, the point after showstoppers, like door stopper, working title, <laughs> hold the door. Yeah, Tommy will come up with something far more clever. But we're still on Twitter. Tweet us anything you want. Uh, ask us questions uh, daily fantasy wise, anything uh, fantasy football related, or just you know tweet us and uh, tell us what's up. And Either we're way. doing basketball, NASCAR, baseball, golf, golf. golf. We're all big in the golf. Bang. Here. Come at us. I'm at TLIP underscore the PAS. I am Paul underscore the PAS. I'm at Producer Cavi. Bang. Got it. I'm at Eddie underscore the PAS. Our show is at Point After Show. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, just which I just mentioned, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes, which you're hearing this podcast on, hopefully. And uh, most importantly... Check out our website, thepointaftershow.com. Add it to your favorites. Make it your homepage. Visit it every day. Check out the news and uh, and don't forget don't forget to uh, go in and vote on all these. Let's see what uh, what we guys. Yeah, think we'll send of out some our... Twitter polls and yeah. uh, vote on who you like and who you dislike. And if dislike. you don't agree with any of the people we picked, send a comment back and let us know who you like and why. You're probably wrong, but you know. We'll, yeah, we're gonna tell we'll you wrong and why, but yeah, definitely send. And it. the last thing I have is if any of you guys out there, any of the listeners out there are interested or know anybody of your family that are interested in writing for the Point After Show for our website, maybe you're an up-and-coming writer, you want to get yourself out there on the website, feel free to shoot us a, a Twitter, a tweet, a DM. Let us know you want to write for us, and uh, we'll try and get you guys hooked up. Or you, can go to, some writers. you can go to our website, too, and uh, send us a message. Email yep. us uh, at thepointaftershow at gmail.com. Um, get at us any which way you want if you want to uh, get a writing spot looking for some sports writers and as always if you made it this far thank you thanks for stopping by